Hello, this is Anviti from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 4th of May. India reported 3,205 new COVID-19 cases and 31 new COVID-related deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the Union Health Ministry data. Today's caseload is a 24.8% jump from yesterday. The daily positivity rate stood at 1.07%, while the national COVID-19 recovery rate is currently at 98.74%. So far, the coronavirus has infected 4 crore 30 lakh 88,118 people and caused 5 lakh 23,920 deaths. According to Economic Times, medical professionals are expecting a surge in coronavirus cases in Delhi over the next 10 to 15 days after which the daily caseload will likely dip. In the last 24 hours, Delhi has recorded 1,414 fresh coronavirus cases, a 31% jump from the previous day. Meanwhile, China shut down dozens of metro stations and bus routes amid a COVID spike in Beijing. Most of the suspended stations and routes are in the Chaoyang district, the epicentre of Beijing's outbreak. The decision Taken on Wednesday was to avoid Beijing becoming another COVID hotspot like Shanghai, the Economic Times reported. Businesses and international funding in Shanghai have been affected, given that the city has been under complete lockdown for more than a month. The strict and complete COVID lockdown and precautionary measures have disrupted key global supply chains and resulted in shrunken revenues for some of the biggest international brands such as Apple, Gucci's parent Keering and Taco Bell's owner Yum China, according to ET. Beijing, in an attempt to keep the city running, is shutting down residential and office buildings in high-risk areas as well as closing in-person schools for some time. Globally, the coronavirus has infected more than 514 million and caused more than 6.2 million deaths, according to the Johns Hopkins University. The Bombay High Court dismissed a petition seeking bail filed by Varvara Rao and two other activists on Wednesday, the Indian Express reported. Rao, along with Vernon Gonzalez and Arun Ferreira, arrested in the Yelgar Parishad case, had filed a new petition which sought a review of an earlier order of the High Court which refused them default bail. However, the National Investigation Agency had filed an opposition to the plea. In their affidavit, filed through its Mumbai branch SP Vikram Khalate, referred to the Section 362 of the Criminal Procedure Code, which put an embargo on courts to alter or review its judgment or final order. For, quote, except to correct a clerical or arithmetical error, unquote. And the court, indeed, found no error in the previous judgment. The court said, and I quote, the applications of bail were not placed before the court. Hence, we cannot agree that there was factual error. No case of exercising jurisdiction is made out. We clarify that observations in previous judgment are based on documents placed before us. The application stands rejected. Unquote. A division bench of Justices S.S. Shinde and N.J. Jamadar had on March 22 concluded the hearing and reserved its verdict in the plea. The plea filed by advocates Sudeep Pasbola and R. Satyanarayan cited the example of another accused in the case, Sudha Bhardwaj, who was granted a default bail in December. They said just as her initial plea was rejected and later reviewed, 
the other three accused should also have their bail rejections reviewed. However, the High Court had observed that in the case of the three accused, the default bail plea was not filed within the stipulated time before the charge sheet was lodged against them on February 21, 2019. Rao is currently out on a temporary medical bail while the other two accused are still in custody at Taloja Jail. A 13-year-old Dalit rape survivor in Uttar Pradesh who went to register a complaint about the assault was allegedly raped again by the in-charge of the police station in Lalitpur, the NDTV reported. The main accused, station house officer Tilakdhari Saroj, has been suspended and is on the run. According to the Times of India, the minor was raped on April 22nd by four men. These men had quote-unquote lured her and took her to Bhopal where she was gang-raped. She was then returned to her village by the accused on April 26th. Lalitpur police said that they have charged the officer with rape under the Stringent Protection of Children from Sexual Offences Act. The incident came to light during a counselling session with the Childline team and an NGO, Indian Express reported. Following the revelation, an FIR was registered against six people, including her aunt, who had taken her to the SHO and was allegedly present at the station when the accused officer took the child inside a room alone and raped her. All police officials from the station where the alleged incident took place have been removed from active duty. A DIG-level officer will investigate the case and file a report within 24 hours. Lalitpur Superintendent of Police Nikhil Patak said, and I quote, The aunt and two men have been arrested. Raids are on to trace the other accused. It is part of our investigation to find out why the rape case was not filed when the victim reached the police station for the first time on April 26th. Unquote. He added how the suspended SHO is now a quote-unquote named criminal and that various teams have been formed to find and arrest him. He revealed how this case was brought to him by an NGO, after which he made sure the case was registered. Congress leader Priyanka Gandhi Vadra tweeted, and I quote, The gang rape of a 13-year-old girl in Lalitpur and then her rape by the police in charge when she went to file a complaint shows how genuine law and order reforms are being suppressed in the noise of bulldozers. If police stations are not safe for women, then where will they go to take complaints? Unquote. Listeners, day by day we see multiple reports of crimes against women. In the Women, Peace and Security Index of 2021, India had ranked 148 out of 170 countries. Whether it's a village in Uttar Pradesh or the national capital, crime against women seems to keep on growing. Many even go unreported or completely ignored by the media unless they can garner headlines. In Delhi, on April 26, 17-year-old Kushbu Rajat went missing while she was on her way back home from work. She was on call with her mother when she realised that a group of men was following her. Shortly after, Khushbu's mother, Jashoda, lost contact with her. It's been more than a week and there's no news of the missing girl. My colleague Nidhi Suresh went to meet Khushbu's family. You can see her video report or read her text story titled How Will I Find Her? In the Face of Police Apathy, A Helpless Mother's Search for Her Missing Daughter on Newslaundry.com Listeners, if you like the work that we do and want more in-depth investigations like this, do consider subscribing to us to access more content. Remember that we are able to deliver these reports 
free from corporate or government influence because we don't depend on them for ads. Our journalism is funded by you, our subscribers. So if you aren't already a part of our ad-free system, do consider subscribing by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the red subscription button at the top right corner. Subscription plans begin from as low as rupees 300 a month. As Maharashtra Navnirman Sena chief Raj Thakre's deadline to remove loudspeakers from mosques by May 3rd has ended, Mumbai and other Maharashtra cities have been put on high alert fearing a law and order situation, NDTV reported. Leaves of many officers were cancelled as security forces have been deployed in quote-unquote sensitive locations, the ANI reported. Meanwhile, after Thakre was booked by Aurangabad police for a provocative speech regarding the loudspeaker issue on May 1st, MNS Pune chief Sainath Babar has warned today of a possible backlash against the police if Thakre is arrested. Babar tweeted in Marathi, and I quote, The Maharashtra government would be responsible for whatever that happens in Pune if the MNS Supremo is arrested by the police, unquote. In his May 1st rally, Thakre had claimed that he was, quote, firm on his May 3rd deadline for removing loudspeakers from mosques across the state, unquote. He further requested Hindus in the area to play Hanuman Chalisa outside mosques from May 4th if the loudspeakers were not removed. The local police then served notices to MNS leaders and workers urging them to refrain from conducting or participating in any activity that would cause law and order problems. However, Baba claimed on Tuesday that his party would go ahead with Thakre's directions to play Hanuman Chalisa on loudspeakers in front of the mosque that broadcast prayers through the equipment. Around 250 MNS workers have been detained across the state so far in relation to the mosque loudspeaker versus Hanuman Chalisa issue. Meanwhile, a special court on Wednesday allowed the bail applications of lawmaker Navneet Rana and her husband MLA Ravi Rana, who were arrested on charges including that of sedition, for announcing the chanting of Hanuman Chalisa at the private residence of Maharashtra Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre. The South Delhi Municipal Corporation carried out a demolition drive in Tughlaqabad area today afternoon, the ANI reported. ANI shared pictures of the, quote, anti-encroachment drive, unquote, in Karni shooting range area on Twitter. According to the Mint, with this drive, the SDMC has kicked off phase one of the anti-encroachment demolition drive. This drive will continue till May 13, Rajpal Singh, Deputy Chairman of the Standing Committee in the Corporation, said on Wednesday. The drive was initially slated to begin last week in Okla, but it was delayed when Delhi police declined to provide police personnel for assistance and protection, citing a lack of resources and personnel. They had further warned that any action in the quote-unquote extremely sensitive southeast district during the month of Ramzan may lead to a quote, major law and order problem, unquote. According to the Indian Express, locals in Tughlaqabad have alleged that they did not receive any notice from SDMC or any other authorities about the demolition. A local shopkeeper told the Express his fruit juice shop was raised while he was protesting against the MCD. His family said they suffered a loss of 90,000 rupees. He told the Express, and I quote, I was crying and showed them the registration papers. They did not stop. I had fruits, electric generator fan, juicers and mixers. Everything is gone now. Earlier too, 
MCD would conduct such drives, but they would always inform us and we would move our shop. I don't know what happened this time. Unquote. A day after Jahangirpuri demolition drive in April, following communal violence in the area, BJP's Delhi unit chief, Adesh Gupta, had said that civic bodies in the city's eastern and southern parts should also carry out demolition drives to, quote, remove illegal encroachments by Bangladeshis and Rohingyas, unquote. Scroll.in reported, All of Delhi's civic bodies, East MCD, South MCD and North MCD, are governed by the Bharatiya Janta Party. The European Union today proposed a new series of sanctions against Russia amid the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The EU proposed to ban oil imports from Russia and remove the country's biggest bank from the SWIFT International Payments Network as part of the sixth round of sanctions over the war in Ukraine, reported the CNN. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen revealed the new measures during a speech to the European Parliament on Wednesday. She said, and I quote, We now propose a ban on Russian oil. Let's be clear, it will not be easy, but we simply have to work on it. We will make sure that we phase out Russian oil in an orderly fashion to maximize pressure on Russia while minimizing the impact on our own economies, unquote. The proposal will need approval of all EU member states. Oil prices have already been risen by about 40% since the start of the year on fears that Russia's invasion of Ukraine will deliver a supply shock, fueling inflation and piling pressure on European economies, the CNN said. Russia is the world's second biggest crude oil exporter and last year accounted for 27% of EU oil imports. The United States, Canada, United Kingdom and Australia have already banned imports of Russian oil. Apart from businesses, the EC has also proposed sanctions on Russian residents, including the head of the Russian Orthodox Church, Patriarch Kirill, the AFP reported. According to the document accessed by AFP, the proposed list includes 58 sanctioned individuals, including many Russian military personnel, but also the wife, daughter and son of Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. 